Hi, everybody, and welcome to another Monday on the Extraordinary Talk Show. I am so grateful to have all of you here with me today, whether you are listening at home on the radio, driving home from work in your car, listening on the radio, or maybe you're checking me out on YouTube or Facebook Live, or you might even have found the Extraordinary Talk Show YouTube channel. And if you haven't, please do check out the Extraordinary Talk Show YouTube channel. Like, subscribe, and turn on the little notifications button so you'll know when I've uploaded a new episode of the Extraordinary Talk Show. You can also check out the Extraordinary Talk Show YouTube channel to find some of the older archived videos from when I started doing this. Do you guys realize that next month will be one year that the Extraordinary Talk Show has been on the air? I can't believe they keep letting me come back and doing this. But I'm so glad because it's so much fun for me. If there is one person out there getting something from this, I'm going to keep showing up. Everybody else can ignore me. That's fine. But if there's one person listening and getting something out of this, feeling like your life is going to be a little bit better because of something I've taught you, I'm going to keep coming back. And I'm so grateful to those of you that are keeping on coming back with me. I've got a really powerful thing for you today. Today, I have a gift for you. That really is a gift because it's a gift that you can give to yourself and it's a gift that you can give to other people. And when you do this, if you do this, I guarantee it will revolutionize every relationship you have in your life, including the relationship you have with yourself. What I'm talking about today is permission. Giving people permission and you're going, okay, Della, right. My mom gave me permission when I was five. I, I, don't, I don't need permission to revolutionize my relationships. Maybe not, but maybe. And here's what I'm saying. In your life, there's a lot of things you would like to change, right? There's a lot of things that you would like to be different in your life. What it comes down to, though, is there's a lot of things that you have control over, And there's a lot of things that you have zero control over. And there's some things that you have an effect over, but no control. And when it comes to those things, if those things drive you crazy, the things that you can't control, the things that you cannot effectively change, if you have a lot of those things and they're driving you nuts, my friend, you're always going to be nuts. The only thing that you truly have full power and control over in your life is yourself. And there might be times that you don't even have that. The only thing that you really, really, truly have total control over is your own thoughts. Thing about that is it takes practice to learn to control your thoughts, but that's why you're here and listening to me is so I can help you learn how to do that. So I can help you keep practicing so you can get better and better and better and better until every thought that comes into your head is one that helps you and serves you and helps you move forward. When it comes to the other things around you, you have to choose if you're going to let those things keep bugging you, keep frustrating you, even keep harassing you, or if you're going to give those things and people in your life permission to be as they are. And that sounds easy. In fact, it is easier said than done. But this is a trick. This is a hack. And if you use it, at first, it's going to take a little bit of practice. And in some situations, it takes 
more effort than in other situations. But the better you get at this, the more you're going to find that you have control over your emotions. And isn't that something you want control over, man? Because our emotions can go crazy. And we're always told, okay, control your emotions. But not everybody tells us how to control our emotions. Well, I'm going to give you this tip. One secret to being happy in your life is being okay with the things that you can't control. You have to be able to look at everything around you and go, okay, I'm good with it. These things I can change and I'm going to work on that. These things I can't change and I'm going to be okay with them. And that's where you got to be. A problem that a lot of us have is there's something that we need to change and we don't want to. In fact, almost pretty much all of us have that. There's things that we know we need to change in our own life and we don't want to. There's a lot of reasons that we don't want change and I've talked about those in other shows. But it does come down to a point where nothing is going to change. Nothing is going to get better unless you do something different. You cannot solve a problem with the same thinking that created it. If this thinking caused the problem, you need different thinking to solve the problem. So many of us are dependent on the people around us for so many things. If you're married, if you have a partner, if you have a spouse, you depend on them for some things. And that always is going to be different for you no matter what that looks like. If you have kids, they're dependent on you, but you also depend on them for a lot of things too. The problem comes when we place the dependence of our happiness on someone else. If you're telling yourself, I'm never going to be happy until my son pees in the toilet and is fully potty trained. If you're letting that control your happiness, because we say these things, there's a lot of phrases that we use that we think are just phrases, but they actually have deeper meaning. When you say, I'm never going to be happy until he's potty trained. I'm never going to be happy until I have a better job. I'm never going to be happy until this happens. You can just take off the until whatever. You're just never going to be happy. If that's your attitude, if you, if you catch yourself saying that, I'm just not going to be happy till this happens. Guess what? You're never going to be happy. There's a restaurant that I love that I've talked about in Provo, Utah called Tommy Burger. I've been eating at Tommy Burger since I was a kid. We're talking 35 years ago. Their slogan is famous by noon tomorrow. Have you ever heard of Tommy Burger before? No, because they're waiting for tomorrow to be famous and tomorrow's never here. And you might think, well, I'll be happy when that happens. But if you have that attitude, that might happen and you're still going to be unhappy. Then you're just going to find the next thing that makes you unhappy. So what you got to do is first of all, realize that that's what's happening. If you're putting your happiness on your son being potty trained, chances are even when he gets potty trained, you're going to find another thing to be unhappy about. You have to learn to be okay with what is. And that means, here's how you do it. You give your son permission to not be potty trained. You have to say, you know what? I love you, son. I love it when you go to the bathroom in the toilet. I love you when you stay dry. And I love you when you don't. And what gift is that for your son? He might be two years old. But do you think two-year-olds don't understand love? 
oh, I guarantee two-year-olds understand love. But it doesn't have to be two. This happened a while ago for me when my son, who was 20 at the time, called me and said, Mom, I hate college. I hate it. I'm miserable. I like my job. I like my roommate. I like my apartment. I like my life. I like my friends. Everything's great until I walk on that campus and then I'm miserable. And I said, okay, what do you want to do? He said, I want to quit college. Wow. He had a full ride scholarship. So the mom in me went, what are you thinking? And I had to stand back and I had to go, okay, first of all, his life, not mine. I raised him to be an adult, to make his own decisions. And now I need to trust him to do that. And ultimately, I want my son to be happy. I don't want him to do something that causes him misery. So I said to him, son, I love you. You do not need my permission to make this decision, but you have it. And that, I believe, was powerful for him, but it was just as powerful for me. For me to be able to cut the strings. For me to be able to step back and say, this is my son. He's a smart kid. I raised him to be a smart kid. I raised him to make good decisions for himself. And I raised him to search for what made him happy. I cannot at this point in time tell my adult son what to do. And if I hold on to whether or not he goes to college being a thing that may, or may make me happy or unhappy, I'm going to be miserable a long, long time. You know, monks and Buddhism specifically warns against attachments. When you have an attachment to something, you have a potential for pain. There's the monk uh, Yoga Nandapandi, I think is his name. I might have gotten that wrong. And he tells a joke. He says that one woman asked him a question and he said, why don't you email me that question so I can respond to it better? And she seemed surprised and she said, are monks allowed to use email? And he said, of course we are, as long as there's no attachments. The point being, the more you attach to anything as an extension of your happiness, the harder it's going to be for you to be happy. If this has to be going right for you to be happy, it may or may not be going right, and you don't have control over that, so you don't have control over whether or not you're happy. If you have an attachment to that thing and it's not going well, it's going to affect your happiness. Guys, I'm, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. You can do that if you want to, but I'm not doing that. I am not going to be dependent on anybody else for my happiness. I'm the one who chooses if I'm happy. I'm the one who chooses if I'm miserable. And if I choose to be miserable, then I'm the one who gets to sit in that misery and be miserable. It's not my husband's fault. It's not my kid's fault. It's not my coworker's fault. It's nobody else's fault but my own. And if I choose to insist that my son goes to college so I can be happy, I'm giving away control of my happiness. And I'm not doing that. I'm never going to tell you what you have to do. I'm going to give you a lot of suggestions. I'm never going to tell you what you have to do. If you choose to hold on to all of these things around you, that all of these things must be perfect in order for you to be happy, 
you go right ahead, but you might have a hard time being happy. You must, if you want to be happy, give those people and those things permission to be as they are. That means you give your two-year-old son permission to wet his pants and release the attachment of your emotion to that. Now, look at what would have happened if I'd said to my son, oh, no, 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 you're going to college whether you like it or not. Because that crossed my mind. But what would that have done for my adult son? Would that have told him that I respect his decisions, that I think he's smart and can make good choices? Absolutely not. That would have undermined every bit of faith that he thought I had in him. And he's an adult. He gets to make that decision. And if I told him, no, you got to go to college. And he said, I don't care, mom, I'm not doing it. And he quit. What would that have done with my relationship to him? That would have caused a lot more pain than him not going to college. Because in the end, whether or not he goes to college doesn't really matter to my life. I want him to be happy, but that's what matters. That's the only thing that matters. And I cannot tell him what's going to make him happy. He's the only one who knows that. I had to give him permission to make that decision for himself. Sometimes that's easy. Sometimes it's not easy. Here's another thing. When you're doing this with another person, sometimes you're going to tell them, I give you permission. Sometimes you're not going to tell them that. Sometimes you're just going to say it in your head. Because there are times that it's not a good idea to say that out loud. It's like poking a bear. Fine, you want to be like that? Cool, I give you permission to be like that. Sometimes people don't like that. Be smart. Say it in your head if you have to. My husband loves sports. The wonderful Chris loves football, loves basketball. He loves to watch sports and he loves to yell at the television. This was difficult for me for a long time because I grew up in a house where yelling was not a common thing. And I'm grateful to my parents for that. But I also never learned how to have an argument. That took me some time to learn once I became an adult. But I wasn't used to being around yelling. And then I married this guy who loves to yell at the television. And that freaked me out. I didn't know how to handle it. I don't know how to respond to that. He's yelling and screaming and waving his arms. And I was like, oh, no. I was panicking. The thing is, he's not mad. He's not upset. He's certainly not angry at me. None of that was directed at me. But I didn't know how to handle it, and it freaked me out. As a matter of fact, it's making him happy. Yelling and screaming and waving his arms at the television makes him happy. But I didn't want him to do it because it made me uncomfortable. It took me a while to figure that out, guys. Because it didn't occur to me that it made him happy. All I knew was I didn't like it. And what I did do was I would just go in the other room. Okay, he, he can yell as long as I'm in the other room. And it took me years, literally years, to be able to give him permission to yell at the TV. Did he need my permission? No, he didn't need my permission. He was going to yell at the TV whether or not I gave him permission. But when I gave him permission to yell at the TV... It did two things. And I did verbally tell him, I give you permission to yell at the TV. It's unfair for me to ask you to be different so that I can feel better. Oh, please be different so that I can feel better. Won't you change so that I can feel better? 
That never works, guys. And if you're waiting for somebody else to change so you can feel better, you're going to be waiting a long, long time. I had to say, you know what? Makes you happy. I'm going to learn to be okay with that. I give you permission to yell at the TV. There's nothing wrong with him yelling at the TV. The only problem with him yelling at the TV was how it made me feel because I was uncomfortable being around yelling. That's not his fault. He's not doing anything wrong. I'm the one who had to recognize that. And I'm the one who had to give him permission. And when I told him, Chris, it's okay. I know that you love the TV or love yelling at the TV when there's sports on. You can do that. You don't need to be concerned about how I feel when you're having a good time. If you're having a good time, I give you permission to have a good time. And that kind of made him stand back just a little bit because he wasn't prepared to hear that. He wasn't expecting to hear that from me. The other thing that happened was it released that for me. I now no longer had a connection to him yelling. If he started to yell and my stomach started to do that cringy thing that it started to do when I was around yelling, I would immediately realize, wait a minute, I gave him permission to do this. If I'm uncomfortable, I can go in the other room. If it's driving me absolute crazy, that's my fault, not his. He's not doing anything wrong. He gets to do it. And that released my hold on it. And all of a sudden, him yelling at the TV didn't bother me anymore. It was amazing. It was wonderful. I had no idea that if I gave him permission to do something he was already doing, it would stop bothering me. Now you're going to say, okay, Della, that's all well and good because there's really nothing wrong with your husband yelling at the TV. What if he is doing something wrong? What if he's yelling at you? That's a different story. Because I have expectations and boundaries and I know how I expect to be treated and I will not tolerate someone else treating me in an inappropriate manner. It's not okay to yell at me. If you need to get my attention, okay. But just yelling for the sake of yelling, no. And in that case, I have control over that because I can choose to leave the situation. I can choose to tell that person it's not okay. And ultimately, I can give them permission to do all the yelling that they want to do as long as it's not at me. So there is a balance you got to find because there's some things you can control and there's some things you can't control. And there's some things that other people are going to do to you that are not okay. And in that case, you have to learn to set your boundaries and teach people how to treat you. And let me give you a tip. People learn how to treat you based on how you treat yourself. If you speak positively about yourself, if you speak positively to yourself, the people around you are going to speak positively about you and to you as well. If you speak negatively to yourself, even when they can't hear it, even when they don't know you're doing it, you send out a signature that says, I speak negatively to myself. Everybody else can do. You, if you want to change that, you got to change it inside first. That's another show. We talked about that before, and we'll talk about that more again. You have to figure out what you have control over, what you don't have control over. But realize all of the things, that's what I'm really talking about, all of the things 
that you have an emotional response to that really don't matter. The things that really don't matter, but you are holding on to them like they do. You can't control the decisions that your adult children make. You can't control the other drivers. If somebody cuts you off in traffic, you can't control that. What you can control is if you're going to be irritated about it or if you're going to be okay with it. When somebody cuts you off in traffic, say, I give you permission. I give you permission to take that lane in front of me. Because really, you don't know what's going on with them. You don't know why they had to do that. You've had times that you've cut somebody off too. So be, have a little bit of patience with them. Understand that that's okay and everybody does that. Give them permission. Give them permission. And when you do that, you release the attachment that you have to emotion about that. I'm going to try and tell this story real quick. A few years ago, I made some pretty big changes in my life. I looked around at my life and I realized that it wasn't the life I wanted. I was pretty happy because I insist on being happy, but I wasn't living the life I wanted to live. And I knew just like how you can't solve a problem with the same thinking that created it, I couldn't change my life with the same actions that had created the life I had. If I wanted a different life, I had to make changes. I had to do things different. And the changes that I made, I knew were going to make people uncomfortable. I knew that my husband and my kids and my friends and my family were going to be affected by my choices. Ultimately, I'm the one making the choices. I'm the one living the life. The only way that it might affect them is really on an emotional level. And maybe my husband some more because he's the one who has to live with me. God bless him and good thing he's patient. But I knew it was going to be hard for many of the people around me to be able to accept the changes I was making. In the end, I had to make those changes anyway because I needed to do it for my own joy. And if I made other people uncomfortable in finding my joy, that's what had to happen. I didn't want to hurt them. I didn't want to make it painful for them. But I was in pain and I wanted to be out of pain. I wanted the life I was dreaming of, not the life I had. And I had to make changes for that. And maybe you are in the same place that I was. It was hard to do. And a lot of the changes I just didn't talk about because I knew people weren't. Many people were going to struggle with some of the changes that I was making. And many people did. I, I lost at least one really good friend. I still love her. And I still wish her happiness and joy. And I'm sad that she's not there. But you know what? I give her permission to have distance from me if that's what she needs. That's okay. And one thing that was really, really powerful happened for me. My sister called me. And she asked me, hey, I kind of noticed. Is that something you want to talk about? And she and I talked about it. And I was really worried. I didn't know how she was going to take it. I didn't know if she was going to accept me as the new me. That was scary, guys. I think you probably get what I'm talking about because you've done this on some level at some point. I was scared of that conversation. I'd been avoiding it. And Carrie didn't tell me, Della, I give you permission. She didn't use those words. She said, I love you no matter what. Della, I love you no matter what. And those words 
gave me permission. Those words gave me strength. I didn't need Carrie to give me permission. But man, it made a difference. It did give me permission. It gave me a new breath and new strength and new motivation to move forward and keep taking this life that I want by storm. And I'm grateful to Carrie for giving me that permission. So I want you to ask yourself, what relationships do you have in your life that might be better if you gave a little bit of permission? Maybe instead of arguing with your daughter, you'll give her permission to wear those pants. Maybe instead of arguing with your husband, you'll just give him permission to go golfing on Saturday because believe me, it's going to be better for both of you if he does. Who do you need to give permission to? And maybe, maybe the person you need to give permission to is yourself. When I started that journey, I had to give myself permission. And I'm so grateful I did. This is Della with the Extraordinary Talk Show. Again, check us out on YouTube. We're here on Facebook and Radio St. George 100.3 every Monday afternoon at 4.30. I love you guys. Thank you so much for joining me here.